0: Hello and welcome back to Betch Lab. I'm Jordana. I'm Sammy. Um, and we are here. Yes. This <laughs> is the Jewish New Year. Yes.
1: Shana Tova. Shana Tova. Um,
0: it's day two. It's day two <laughs> of the Jewish <laughs> New Year. And day and like the day two of all the holidays that are going to be coming up this month.
1: Yes. It's very holy month, right? Yes. I cannot wait for my extremely long intermittent fast next week. Obium before. Yes. Sundown to sundown. That's how I'm thinking about it. Just like, you're just trusting really, out a new, just a new, new diet. diet. You Until know. that?
0: So, a lot actually happened this week. Um, I think we should start off with the biggest thing, which is probably the um, Serena Williams kind of tennis. They're calling it a
1: meltdown. I don't know if I would call it that. I think they would only call it just to get on her line of thinking. I think they wouldn't call it a meltdown if it was a man. Right. They would call it like, standing up for himself
0: right i think they would i would still think of it as like did you see what she did to that tennis racket i i was like i was like kind of i was like so it was like so cool but also like so scary like did you see like the tennis racket no i didn't see it she basically like when she got mad just to recap i'm sure everyone's heard about it by now um the ref basically like he disqualified her
1: or okay. he took away a point because I'll tell, do you want Sorry, me to just run did, down yeah, all he the facts? okay so basically she um he called her out for being coached which right. is something which basically like your coach makes hand signals from the side that's apparently something that happens very common but the ref called her on that because but like kind of like it's a technicality mm-hmm. because everyone does you, it right they say everyone does it it doesn't always get called out but he called her on it so okay. she got really pissed she freaked out at him she was like you're lying i did not i was not she's saying she wasn't looking right she was saying she wasn't looking so she wasn't like cheating or whatever then she lost a game and she hit the racket right she threw it she got really mad and she
0: threw the racket on the floor and it like broke it was like it was like turned in inward it was just like it
1: was just a show of her like pure force i was like impressed by it yeah i was like scared so so (laughs) then so when you break a racket that's also a penalty and because it was like her second penalty he took away a point so Mm. she started she lost the game she she hit her racket right she then started the next game love 15 like 15 points like Mm. one point or whatever right um down then she lost. then i think she lost another game and she like started verbally basically like he said she was verbally abusing him on the side she called him a thief for taking away a point from her then because it was her third infraction he then flipped he then took away a game from her wow so do you think she would have won if not for all this shit it's possible but i don't want to say like definitely right um she could have but i don't know i don't i think that that's not even like like th- what the issue, the issue is hand, right but then so then he took away the game and she lost and then everyone was crying at the end and it ended up being like the ref was and then she was like you would never do this for a man men have said like way worse things on the court flipped out in way worse ways you would right. never take this from a man and that was basically the point she was trying to make so what are your thoughts on it so I think it's complicated because uh, since that happened, the, her coach did admit that he was coaching her. Right. I saw She's that on still, the news. Right. She still claims to like not have been looking. Well, maybe. Yeah. I mean,
0: you <laughs> could, could be coaching and she could just not be looking. I mean, like I feel like that's probably their instinct is to be like. Right. Coaching. And
1: right. They- also, they're, they're thinking of changing that rule now in tennis, like that coaching isn't allowed because it's like sort of ridiculous. Like, why, why is your you coach, coach even there if he's not allowed to coach? Because they're going to watch you. It's like. Your coach is going to watch your game. They should put them behind you then, so you can't even see them. Well, r- sure. It's just it just see. It's a stupid rule. But so then, ever since the ref, people have said like he's so it's really actually, the coach's fault. Like, no, <laughs> not really. I feel like that's what no one's saying. Like, I think it's the it's, coach. If he didn't, if he wasn't doing that, well, fine. But I think that like it. The, <laughs> He was so early in the problem that, like, it escalated way past him. But he did set it off. And he did also admit that he was doing it. Right. So I'm saying,
0: like, I think the most fucked up thing is that the guy, like, why isn't anyone mad at him?
1: I think people are. But I think... So, okay. It's complicated because... She basically claimed that she wasn't being coached, but she was, and then she flipped out. And it also, this ref was like known to be like like a very big like stickler and to be like kind of rough, also on men. Like there were situations with like Nadal and like Andy Roddick that he was like really just like rough about the rules. Also, so he's done similar things. So I think this situation may not have been like that clear who's right but i do think that her main point that she was trying to make which is that basically it's kind of a sexist situation i think she is right about that like this is also coming off the heels of them telling her that she can't wear her like catsuit thing thing, which she's wearing for a medical reason because she gets blood clots so she needs to wear that for a certain like a a health reason and they're telling her that and she's basically trying to just like be you know she's being outspoken about the way she feels about like some of the institutions in the sport obviously right i mean the, the sport is definitely like for rich white guys right. yeah as Like with as, as with, in with society. Many, right
0: as with many sports um and yeah i do agree that like if a when a when a woman kind of freaks out like that she's known as like hysterical right whereas like a man is kind of i don't think it's like a good look for a man either no to be honest like i think she may have like overreacted a bit right just like a man like if if a guy did that i'd be like you got to relax
1: well well." i do think the point is that like men and women both overreact athletes are like very hot tempered i think people get very like they're like perfectionists and like right it's like this is their job right exactly and especially in sports and tennis that people get very like worked up and i think the point the point of the ref is supposed to be to like de-escalate situations right so that this doesn't happen and they're supposed to like kind of fall into the background and not insert themselves but it seems like he this ref was like very much about inserting himself she's saying because he doesn't want to be screamed at by a, a black woman which probably true Like right. let's be honest probably probably true. true yeah but it doesn't mean that like what he was saying regarding his calls were like false i don't know i think right. we're technically fine but like he he wasn't wrong as a ref but he was like wrong as like the idea of a ref that you're supposed to like keep right
0: calm. like sure he could definitely have some underlying like racist tendencies uh,
1: it's sexist racist, racist it's possibly. like i'm sure right like let's like i'm
0: sure i think that was a very good assessment thank you happens. i've been thinking and about it was very nuanced i been, been i feel like i've been talking about this for like two days uh, right i mean it was it's it was big to watch it i watched it on the news not on on like live or anything um it definitely if you were there it was definitely a show yeah
1: right it's yeah i kind of wish i had seen it i like watched clips of it after she looks so strong she's crazy yeah. i mean i really like her that's the thing it's like this was supposed to be kind of like her moment i think it was also really good how she handled it after the fact when everyone was kind of like freaking out right and the woman who won was yeah like, she was like let her she like she won like yeah let her yeah own it or whatever it was uh, that's another thing that's like the ref's fault like this whole thing now became about the ref and not about the two women who were competing mm-hmm. which is like yeah that is sexist like right i'm sure that
0: wasn't his intention though i'm sure he's not liking this this attention on him either
1: i wonder what will happen to him i don't we know we will see so um, we move on to another
0: debacle the Rony reunion yes <laughs> So yeah. uh, Real Housewives of New York is done. So this is a lot. If you don't watch, this will be the last time for the season that you'll have to hear us speak about it. Yeah. But um, as someone who I probably mentioned this on this podcast multiple times that I, I binge watched like all 10 seasons like four months ago. <laughs> um, so this is my first live season. How exciting. It. It's so much better than Beverly Hills. I can't as the only one I watched before that. It's just so much better. It's been a great season. Yeah. Um, so the reunion Okay. Everyone definitely was like colluding against Bethany. That seemed like pretty clear. You like, think? Yeah. I think they definitely had the conversations before where they were like, we're all, g- we're all like on a team, like going to band together
1: against Bethany. They're all t- besides Sonia. Well, I kind of, and think Luan, who was here's there. the thing with Bethany is that like, I actually think she is like a bully. She's not nice to the other women. She I doesn't they support all are, them. Though. I think they're, they, yeah, they all are like mean and catty. But Bethany's I think she's like a little like, too cool for them. She thinks. She, well, she. Sure. I think she's like not. She's not nice to them. Like at the end of the day, they all do fight, but and like are kind of mean to each other. But I think that she like doesn't also have the camaraderie with them, and she like doesn't go to any of their events.
0: She does though. She doesn't. Okay, like I. I think she does have a massive amount of anxiety, which is partially why. Yeah. I think it sort of like feeds into herself. Like she's like these women don't like me. Um. Which makes her like kind of like act out and she gets anxiety about that, so she doesn't come to things, which right. makes them not like her more. Right. Which then feeds into like, do you know what I mean? I think that they probably feel like she thinks like she's too cool for them. But I think she does think that. Right. Well, she, it's like you're on the show. She, she might, but I think cool. that's also like her defense mechanism against like her kind of feeling like they hate her.
1: Which they kinda but do. They they do, but I think she also isn't nice to them. So it's like
0: Well what happened with but the thing with Carol, it seemed like she actually like did really
1: want to yeah. be friends with carol well i think that they both they i think they maybe andy said this they seemed like they both like wanted to resolve things but it just kept getting like missed
0: i don't think carol ever wanted to resolve things i feel like bethany did actually try and carol was just like you're a lot like you need to like back off like there was no moment in the season where i saw carol being like sympathetic or like or like really trying to like connect with Bethany. I think like Bethany kind of did reach out in like the only way that she knows how, which was like maybe through these frantic text messages, but she was still saying like, I miss you. Like I want to make this. And Carol was like, you're being a lot right now. Like I can sort of see how like Carol says that she was like trying to make it work. I really don't think she was
1: right. I don't, I don't know. I, but I feel like Bethany is like, I'm like, so generally in during the season, I was like team Carol. Now I'm like, I feel like you're both bitchy. Like, I just feel like you're both like not that nice. I feel like everyone on the show, except maybe like Sonia is nice and the <laughs> rest of them are. Dorinda also like kind of nice. She, she just goes crazy. Sometimes she, she goes t- crazy. She needs to stop when she's today. sober, not to she's label nice. anyone.
0: Yeah. But that mm-hmm. was like an awkward thing. Cause she should just be like, yeah, like sometimes like I, go I, out of control. I drink too much and I go, it's very clear on the show. She's constantly slurring her words. She has like makeup all over her face. Like no judgment. I've been there, but
1: like, own it like it's on TV like it's filmed it's very like clear evidence well I think she doesn't like accept that there's like a line at which like right that they're like is because this just seems like so like if I okay I might be I can
0: see kind of having that like sort of deniability like we all drink we're all doing whatever but it's you can
1: see it like on TV well think about why she has that deniability because her friends who she's comparing herself to are also women who go insane like luann was in jail so right, she's but like, she went to rehab right so i know like, but she right but this is like dorinda's point that she's able to, people are able to rationalize almost anything about themselves right and so that's why she's like well at least i'm not the one in jail and think about like not just these moments we're just seeing these moments right. but like they go out every fucking night no i so get they're it like every single night basically like she's comparing herself to a lot of people who are all messes sonia ramona they're all messes they really are so she's like all in different ways right all in different ways i thought it was so funny when cal was like i have a huge campo campus oh my god yeah it was like okay carol i would say something like that it's
0: just like no one asked for your medical records. Like, right. I'm I think me-
1: <laughs> that was like too easy. Like, why did she? She's a little yeah. too full. I think she's a little bit too, like. I'm too cool. She also thinks she's
0: like kind of too
1: cool, but in a different way than Bethany. Well, what I was thinking watching this, I was like, all of these women are extremely emotionally damaged. They really are. I mean, that's why they're on the show. I feel, but not only like, I genuinely feel sorry for Bethany. And I was thinking back on like probably six years ago when I read a place of yes, which is Bethany. I watched that. I read that as well. Yeah. I feel like we yeah read that at like the same time when she was like very, like when she was happy in her relationship with Jason. And I was like, wow, like, I really do like that version of Bethany that was like positive and hopeful, but I get why she can't be like that anymore.
0: Right. I mean, you think back to her childhood and I'm sure like I can only like, I'm I try to picture all these people as like little girls. They all definitely mm-hmm. have really fucked up childhoods. Like all the like crazy shit that happened to them. That, to like make them like one, like kind of fame hungry, but also like so reactive. So like, in the need to like pounce yeah like it makes it's almost like they're in like they're in, in like they're all in survival mode yeah yeah they're all very damaged they're all really bad for each other i feel like they should all go do their own healthy thing right i agree they're all in survival mode they're all stuck in but this, then again like, jill zarin wants to come back
1: well so like being away doesn't necessarily make you happier i don't know about i don't know jill Zaren, i feel like just loves to like be everywhere you know, like she likes to be like a woman about town. Right. So she feels like this will up her visibility. She feels like, which I it guess, would.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely would, but you would think like, I don't know. I don't know what they get out of this. I guess they get the fame. You got attention. I don't know. Attention's
1: very powerful for people. I guess, I like the opposite of attention. Cause it's like when you get attention, you, if you, if that's like your drug, mm-hmm. then it's I like actually, you need more and more. I did think Bethany looked great at the reunion. I agree. She looked, I think, the best.
0: Yeah. What wow. about Tinsley? That was so mean, also, when Carol was like, we're not really friends.
1: Oh, that was very weird. Okay. So, Carol obviously has some sort of avoidant situation, avoidant personality, avoidant yeah. attachment system. I think so. She gets too close and then she backs she, away. Yeah. That's why. Yeah.
0: But I mean, I never really believed her friendship with Tinsley, but I think Tinsley did. I think, I do think yeah. Carol was like using her a little bit as like Tinsley's this like. If I young woman I would've been town, super offended yeah that was like a not a nice thing to say she pro- i don't think tinsley's, li- tinsley's like that bright and she probably thought right. like oh here's my friend i think carol was like using her a little bit right to like have a friend right have a friend have someone on her side have like a little bit of a and tinsley is very like malleable right I think well carol's probably like i don't want to be the one being shaped by bethany i'd rather shape tinsley
1: right well i think carol doesn't want to get that close to anyone like so she has to like well, it's funny, right. It's
0: kind of funny. Like you said, like Bethany and, and Carol are kind of similar. Like they both kind of want someone to control. And Bethany has moved on from Carol and, and gone on to Sonia. And Carol has gone to Tinsley. Right. Like well, they both have their own little puppets. It's also,
1: oh, you know what I thought was so
0: funny? You're Them, a like puppet. Comparing
1: their resume. Oh. I'm like, guys, like, are you it's serious? Also like, if your
0: resume is that good, it speaks for itself. You don't need to compare it. Also, even
1: if it is that good, like, are you seriously going like, to like sit bra- here and so like
0: brag about all this shit that you've done?
1: Yeah. What's wrong with you?
0: Right. It's like all the roads that you've been on also have led you to the show. So.
1: Right. Yeah. That's anyway. Something. Um, should talk we talk about d- Matt Miller Let's, for a second?
0: Yeah. I don't have, I guess, a ton to say about it. The overdose culture in Hollywood is clearly like. A problem. Right. Or the drug problem in Hollywood. I don't really want to. Yeah. I, I don't know. Was it
1: heroin? I think so. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so it's the i it's so you think it it doesn't almost like appear to make sense from the outside that like all these people who have like these the best lives that one could imagine could be like so damaged and have these right th- like drug addictions. You think like Demi Lovato and yeah Mac Miller and who else and like uh, what was it Kate Spade?
1: Well, that no, Kate Spade wasn't. She was um. She what's her name?
0: She and Avicii. I think we're both just yeah. Like
1: depressed. No Avicii. I think drugs. Did he? Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show like that stuff doesn't necessarily make you happy.
1: Well, I think maybe what drives them to even be talented enough to get famous is like this pain that they have.
0: Right, and maybe like this this uh, kind of like, yeah, that which makes them more creative and also like sort of like an insatiable, something that makes you like a little numb and you kind of need higher and higher experiences to get
1: you to like feel something. Right, it's really sad. Really, really sad. When I saw that, I was just like, yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know what the solution is, but that's for a different episode. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be right back with some deer batches. Hi guys. So I know that you guys, you're like eating your kale. You're trying to be healthy. You're looking at the ingredients in like basically everything you're eating. Yeah. But it's hard because like when it comes to like supplements or any of that stuff, I feel like I always want to take stuff, but I never know what's in it. And it's like a very confusing. And you never know what to take. Out there. You never yeah. know what to take. So you're like, should I be taking vitamin B? Should I be taking vitamin C? I don't know. No, no idea. idea. Like what, yeah. what means what there's a lot of information out there. It's like kind of confusing i learned recently that most multivitamins they're not even like clean yeah not even like necessarily there's like chemicals or weird stuff in them animal byproducts right and they're not as pure as we think they are as they're like marketed to us um so and apparently there's this woman whose name is kat schneider and she was taking vitamins just like we try to do and she looked at the bottle and she realized it had no information about what was in the pills so she did some digging and decided to like essentially make her own, which where she would know exactly what was in them and that they were especially formulated for women.
2: Yeah. So when she made them, they're like, they have the best ingredients. um, And there's, there's, they they only use like the very clean high quality stuff and they're very and they're vegan, no soy, no GMO, no sugar, no weird animal products, and no BS, which I really liked about that. So it's called Ritual, and basically you get a subscription, 30 days, it's one dollar a day. They only
0: use clean high quality stuff, and it's like very it's like totally vegan, no soy, no GMOs, no yeah. sugar, no animal products, um, none of that like random shit that you have to worry about just being in your product.
2: Um, yeah, so it's really you just so they put um, nine ingredients the, the most important ingredients for women um, into one pill which I do take supplements and I can say from my experience that it's very frustrating to like open seven pill seven bottles and have to remember what you took like I feel like I'm I need to get one of those pill boxes grand grandparents right. have um, so it's actually really convenient and you just take one and you don't have to for you don't have to remember or it's just like anything you, um, and the bottle is
0: like really cool it's, it's very cute. pretty it kind of like it's not. So not. something you're gonna like want to like stash behind in your closet like behind (laughs) all your other stuff and hide it it's actually like really pretty looking
2: yeah um, because it's made for women Right. So again, it's it, the the company's called Ritual and I've honestly been hearing about it everywhere. It seems it seems really, really, really cool. And um, basically. So uh, again, as we were saying, it's a subscription. It's thirty dollars a month and it's delivered to your door.
0: You guys should definitely check it out because ninety five percent of women do not get the vitamins and minerals uh, they need on a daily basis. So Ritual created this smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients, what they lack the
2: most. So where do we go to get it? So, Jordana,
0: we go to
2: Ritual.com slash Betch. That's Ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L, dot com slash Betch, B-E-T-C-H. When you go there, you can choose the ingredients backed by science. Sign up now, Ritual.com slash Betch. Dear Betches,
1: oh, I just have a lot of feelings.
0: Okay. Do you want to read the first one?
1: Yes. Hi, Betches. I'm such a huge fan of everything you do. I started following you all on Instagram this spring and my love for your website, podcasts and books only blossom from there. Don't worry. I already pre-ordered When's Happy Hour.
0: Speaking of When's Happy Hour, our our third book, When's Happy Hour, Work Hard So You Can Hardly Work, comes out October 23rd. You guys can pre-order it ev- now everywhere books are sold. Amazon, Indie Books, Barnes & Noble, Target um you can pre-order it anywhere it's going to be
1: such an amazing book i'm so excited for it to come out yes and we talk about all these things about like how to get ahead in your career but like in a really honest and non-bullshit way like how to deal with annoying people the office office hookups how to make a resume how to start your own business all that fun stuff if your side hustle is worth turning into your full hustle so definitely check it out okay back to the email I'm emailing in about a work issue. My office is divided up by teams slash territories. While the teams are usually 50-50 male-female, mine is only 5% female, a.k.a. me and one other bitch. (laughs) Thankfully, my other female teammate and I get along great, and she has become a very good friend of mine. I feel super grateful to have her around, and we share a lot in common. The problem is we both share complicated issues with food. In high school and throughout college, I struggled on and off with eating disorders slash disordered eating. Over the last year, I've made great strides and feel much more confident in my health overall. Danielle, asterisk, asterisk, that's not really her name, however, is constantly very negative about her body, often skips meals, works out too much, etc. This is starting to have a negative effect on my self-image slash health slash workout routine. We have similar builds and a dedication to the gym, so I've started to question myself much more and feel myself sliding back into old habits. I value her friendship so much, but worry about the long-term effects of this in my daily life. Is there anything I can do to mitigate this? Any help would be awesome. Sincerely, Desperate for Help, Betch. So um
0: as a lot of you probably know sam and aileen co-host a podcast dedicated to wellness and sort of body image and no bullshit approach to all that called D- diet starts tomorrow so um but we let's delve into you check it out you guys should definitely check it out but we like i think we can yeah. tackle this one here
1: yeah this is hard because and actually aileen and i've talked about doing An episode about like friends and weight loss, like like whether people like compete or like being like what it feels like when you feel like you're like the fattest one in the group and that sort of thing. Right. So I feel like we've so we've been thinking I've been thinking about that topic a lot and I feel like it applies here. the The thing is that like you really can't control other people's things habits and how yeah habits or things that they think about themselves as you know telling someone they look thin does not actually make them believe it um so this is really like a problem i think you have to like kind of work on yourself which is like how affect, which is the issue of how affected you get by other people and what they do um and this goes for like a lot of things this isn't just about right this could be about
0: about anything this could be about um drinking let's say you yeah know what i mean like, like you had a problem with that and there were bad influences around you You kind of have to know how to like internally s- stabilize yourself despite yeah. like other outside factors right because the only other solution is to kind of like
1: lock yourself in a room right exactly right exactly yeah like you can't really control and and especially because you like this girl you want to get along with her um I feel like there are two things you could do. One is that you could just try to like kind of handle it in yourself and like deal with these problems, like kind of on your own time, like whatever, in whatever way you have, I feel like maybe journaling about it, like writing down how she makes you feel talking to someone, whether that's like a therapist or a friend friend. who you feel
0: like has a really
1: healthy body image yeah,
0: or like health, a healthy state of mind around that stuff.
1: Yeah. And the other thing I would say is if it really is like too much for you, you could maybe ask you could you know just casually not like don't make it a huge deal just like ask her maybe say something like you know i struggled a lot with like eating problems in my past and i feel like when we talk about it it just sort of makes me uncomfortable like would you mind if maybe we just don't right talk make it about about, those make it about herself what
0: right. do you suggest she d- does like in the moment if she's actually like
1: feeling triggered oh my god um cry no <laughs> maybe like take a walk outside like somewhere, you know, like if you can like go away, try to go away from the situation for like a few seconds, you know, like breathe, maybe like go on your phone, do something that's like gets you out of that moment. Right. And I think um, if you have like sort of things that help you kind
0: of like, again, like stabilize or bring you back down to like what your like, your actual other routine was maybe have something that reminds you of that like nearby that you can sort of reference if you're feeling very like triggered whether that's right i don't know what do
1: you, you get triggered about anything like right when i get triggered by things i just try like what i try to tell myself and this doesn't always work is like okay this is literally just this second i won't feel like this in an hour i won't feel like this in a week like it's just right now that i'm feeling upset and like just get it just kind of maybe helps helps you get through it. right and then just take a minute for yourself
0: yeah okay let's do another hope one. that helped hey batches first off love your podcast you guys are hilarious and always know just what to say so i'm hoping you can help me out with an awkward roommate situation i recently moved into an apartment shared with three guys last night i was woken up at 4 a.m when one of my roommates walked into my room and then turned around and walked out i was like what the fuck but figured he may have just been drunk and gotten lost i closed my door and went back to bed a few minutes later he came back again with his hand in his pants loudly proclaiming that he had to pee I kept telling him to go to the bathroom, but he was acting really confused and kept repeating himself. I pushed him out and locked the door. I'm guessing uh, that he was probably sleepwalking, but I'm not sure how to bring this up with him. We just met, so I feel awkward being like, hey man, do you remember almost pissing on my floor last night? If he was sleepwalking, I don't want to make him feel embarrassed about it because he obviously didn't mean to and didn't know what was happening. How do I tactfully bring this up with him? Sincerely, uh, get the fuck out of my room, Betch. P.S. Don't worry, we'll definitely start sleeping with the door locked from now on. Okay, so the sleeping with the door lock thing is probably a number good solution. one. At least temporarily. I think the best thing to do in this scenario is address something immediately, especially if you're gonna be living with someone. But like in a non attacking way. Right. I think you could just like, You could make a joke about right. this. You could make a joke about it, but you could also like if it's not like funny to you, you could be like you could just text him and be like, Hey, like like not sure what happened last night. Um, like I feel a little weird about it. Like, would you mind like can we like talk about it for a sec right and then sort of he can you can give him a chance to explain what happened if he doesn't remember it clearly like he has some other issue and you can then you can tell him what happened and i'm sure if he's normal he'll be like embarrassed and like you don't have to embarrass him you can just tell him what happened and allow him to be embarrassed on his right. own and then just be like how can i like help you not
1: do Lock this? your door <laughs> right I feel like you could be like pretty forgiving about this. I think you can be like forgiving a too. Right. And so also it's like, I don't even think he was like conscious. You don't, you know, right. I don't think this was, no, I don't think conscious.
0: you should be mad, but I think like if you're like, so it doesn't get weird, you should just say something right away and be like, just wondering what's like going on there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think like a very simple conversation. And then if he does something like that, like this again, that's like very clearly like out of bounds. Right. Or like bad, boundaries or like makes you feel uncomfortable then you can like be a little bit more serious about it
0: right roommates are tough i think because it's hard to like kind of give a critique without see being, like you're like aggressive or attacking or like you want to get along right but you also like wa- like let's say let's say this wasn't this let's say this was like your lo- roommate leaves his shit everywhere right right like the best thing to do I don't even know what the best thing to do. In I just
1: think people hate being criticized. Right. So when so you, you have come to like, off as like the, the Gestapo of like the apartment, right. Like, that like you're using right. That you're can, hypercritical, yeah. right. Like you're like, like you think that you are like in a place where, cause when you criticize someone, what you're basically saying is like, I'm in a place that I get, I have the authority to criticize your actions right. and to like, to pass judgment on them when like really what people, cause someone's reaction to that is like, who do you who are you to criticize what I do? Right so it's like you're when you give someone like criticism, and sometimes you have to do that in a living situation, whether you ask nicely or you like yell at them, basically what you're doing is like putting yourself in a position above them. So like I think making it feel like you're addressing him as an equal.
0: Yeah, like I think you were right before too like kind of making it not into a joke, but just be like that was like so funny slash crazy last what happened again <laughs> what happened last night like what like have you done that before
1: right like right i think like the first time you can be like Haha, about it like you can kind of like be like oh my god you can also so just funny, like but ask but for
0: clarity like what's like right. what what's the like do you have a do you have you ever slept walk before right be
1: like do you have a sleep like, did you sleep walk
0: last night i thought like it was yeah. kind of weird you right come
1: into my room and right like you don't ran. have <laughs> to be like you don't have to be serious about it yet you can be serious about it like if this continues to affect you or
0: yeah to bring it up you can bring it up in a way that's like lighthearted, so he can address kind of what's going on and then get to the root of it right And he, i'm sure he'll, he'll be definitely like, bring it up
1: i'm sure he'll be like i'm so sorry i didn't mean to and he'll be embarrassed right. because like unless he did it on purpose and was speaking that's and, and was like trying to be like really weird in like a harassing way right he's gonna be like oh, so sorry
0: yeah know? and i'm sure this isn't the first time that's happened
1: yeah and if he isn't so sorry then you've learned more about him and you might want to move right us again <laughs>
0: Okay, let's play some games. Okay, shoot BFF, party with Serena Williams,
1: Carol Radswell, and Ariana Grande. Okay, this is easy. Um, <laughs> be BFF with Serena, party with Ariana, and shoot Carol. Sorry, Carol. I do like you, but not in this game if
0: carol were like a little more like emotional i might be her friend but i think she's got to go
1: yeah i agree i would be bff with her but she doesn't want to be BFF. maybe she'd be the perfect bff for me because she's like a little avoidant
0: right (laughs) yeah she wouldn't be smothering you right yeah yeah i think that's a
1: good one though but i think i would have to go with serena as the bff that's I, i think i agree with that that was easy okay I know your answer is going to be this. Would you rather love everyone you work with and make $30,000 a year or hate everyone you work with with a passion and make $300,000 a year? Hate everyone. Yeah. Same. Although it would be tough because you work, the people you work with, you spend so much time with. Right. Well, I think there's a lot of reasons why people hate their jobs. Right. Like there's so many different reasons. It could be the people. It could be your boss. It could be your actual job. So you might as well just like make Make the money. money. Yeah. Right. Like, think about that money. Let's say you make three hundred thousand, and you can save a hundred thousand. Like, that is going to go really far for you in retirement. It's temporary, and you'll never think about these people again.
0: Right. It's basically if you're making thirty thousand dollars, like your time
1: outside of work is probably not that pleasant. Well, thirty thousand dollars also isn't enough for like the happiness scale. Right. You know how like when you make seventy thousand or seventy five thousand dollars or more, you that's like the that's like the amount at which like you have enough to be happy.
0: What do you think? I actually read an article on the, in The Atlantic about this. What do you think is the like optimal
1: level of like closeness with your coworkers? I was just thinking about this this morning. I was thinking, because I was thinking about how in our office people are really close with each other mm-hmm. and how it's probably more they're more close here than they are in like other places. Right. And I was, I was thinking, I was like, is that more like of a modern thing that people are close to their coworkers or is it like, did people used to be closer with their coworkers and now they're less because of like sexual harassment and shit. So I was but like female, female coworkers,
0: even just There's a lot of I w- mean, women, okay. women
1: in our office. I think it really depends on the kind of office and the type of people who are there.
0: Right. Like it makes sense
1: that people in our office are close because right. they're like
0: doing like a lot of creative collaboration and stuff. Also
1: that the content of what they're doing every day is like something that you might talk about with a friend. So when you're right. like running it's a poll on Ariana Grande, yeah. you would talk about that it's with your not friend. like
0: they're doing like medical research or something.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I really think it depends like where you are and on like the individuals. Right. I agree. But I do think that like, I
0: think it's important to have right to have like a sort of like a boundary just as like in any other relationship.
1: Right. But I yeah, I think you can be and not to
0: let that. I mean, I think I was reading this article, which was basically like sometimes like bosses will kind of use like we're all like a family here to kind of like make you do stuff that you don't want to do.
1: Right. Or something or like. Well, I do think it is necessary to have like to have a f- sense of the office itself as like a community. That's right. like. That's like, but also that—that's there to like profit, <laughs> right? That you're the, like obviously you're not a community, you're not like a a family, you're not like your family community, you're not like your friends from college or your friends from like childhood community, right. But Just you definitely should be a con- there should be a communal feel and like a boundary that like we are one office because like right you know like I col- mean the opposite of color war right but um yeah I think. I had a thought. Um, Whatever. I can't think of it right now. All
0: right. Last one. Would you rather work directly in your career every day with your ex-boyfriend or your mom? My mom. At least I could
1: like just say whatever I want to I might choose
0: an ex. It might be like. Depends on who your mom is. No, because like there's no boundaries with your mom. So she could also say whatever she wants to you. Right. But I think an ex
1: would be like worse. Emotionally
0: traumatic perhaps. A lot of people do work with their exes.
1: Yeah. Oh, what I was going to say about like, should you be friends with your career thing w- with your coworkers? I think if your coworker is your best, best friend while you're working together, that's not good because, like, you should have like other best friends but mm-hmm. i think if you if later on someone who was formerly your coworker right. becomes your best friend well it's like dating
0: like it's not good right. to date your coworker if you later on want to date someone you used to work with that's fine
1: right right i think it's like they can only be co- i think it's like I think you, you can become closer after
0: you want to keep your work like less emotional
1: right but possible. that's right that's why i think you can become closer friends like when you don't work together right so you'd rather work with your mom absolutely it depends on how over this ex i was right right if i'm super over yeah. the axe i'd rather work with the axe but i like, like wouldn't want to like think about that every day yeah i don't like know like my mom i'm already dealing I think
0: with my mom would just drive me crazy she'd just be too much of my mom in my life
1: right my mom would just be like trying to like i don't know
0: i feel like i could see your mom like wanting to be your assistant
1: my mom has offered to be the assistant at <laughs> betches before like many so times was mine. right i know okay like but be so fun. the answer is no who would be a better assistant my <laughs>
0: your mom my mom would be terrible your assistant. mom would be
1: like more like i think she would like get things done she'd
0: be like a better like like crisis manager like in house of cards or something she'd be like down to do some like diabolical my shit. mom
1: would be like would be very good at like getting like food <laughs> for the <laughs>
0: great yeah well uh, hopefully she notes that and like saving
1: receipts like she's she's great very necessary
0: this day and age yeah anyway that's our show thanks so much guys and we'll see you
1: next week email us at at, uh, slapped at at com. com. yes that's slapped at com. if you have any emails or suggestions or game ideas all right bye. bye Batches.